Look at you. It's not moleskin. Yeah, I'm Antonio. I got a moleskin notebook. It was. I got it at I'm a I'm gonna conference. write notes about my bullshit podcast and my moleskin notebook. I got it from. You have like five of these as well. What do you mean? <laughs> I have like two of them. I'll have you know. I have two of them as well. What's on the front? It's IBM Research Africa. Okay. Well, they didn't pay for it, so. They did pay for it. No, they didn't pay to, to have their name mentioned on this podcast. No, they so didn't. So we're gonna cut this out. We'll have to cut this out. I mean, probably not actually. Shut up! I want to intro. I want to do the intro. <laughs> Flame Yo, Good Hotman, <laughs> welcome to A Few Good Hotman, the show where two idiots talk about a show that is beyond both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's very fair. That's exactly what we do. Yeah. That's we, exactly what we do. We try and we, we sit here and we watch Avatar The Last Airbender for you every week and we try and offer you uh, ins- insights. What was that? I don't know what that, <laughs> that was. Some, that was some Christopher Walken. We sit here and watch... Ever tell the last Ibn and watch Insights? <laughs> oh, where are these Insights? Who <laughs> 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 <Hit> up there? <laughs> uh, we 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 hit we hit to watch uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, our favorite show, and uh, great in, show. in great show. And what we're hoping to do is just give you a more of an appreciation for it, right? Hundred percent. That's what we're trying to do. We've watched both numerous times at once, and what we're doing now with this experiment that we are participating in mm-hmm. is to just try and enjoy it even more, take that enjoyment to the next level. So we are currently uh, on episode seven, the Winter Solstice Part One. The spirit world, I believe it is a known. Antonio is busy pulling up the synopsis right now. Because we forgot to do it beforehand. We did. There's going to be a whole lot of clicky clacks because your keyboard is louder than a gunshot. It's not louder than a... They're, they're browns. They're not... Okay, so we're going to do the synopsis. Nope, this is the, this is the Wikipedia entry for the actual spirit world. Oh. <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Synopsis of the episode. Team Avatar reaches an Earth Kingdom village which is being attacked on a nightly basis by a monster spirit called Hey Bye. Hey, bye. <laughs> when Aang attempts to reason with the spirit, it kidnaps Sokka, prompting Aang to go after him. Aang accidentally ends up in the spirit world, where he is told that his previous incarnation, Avatar Roku, has a message for him. Returning, Aang proceeds to calm the attacking beast, restoring peace to the village. Meanwhile, Iroh is captured by the Earth Kingdom, which seeks to have him prosecuted for past war crimes. This causes Zuko to briefly cease his pursuit of the Avatar and free his uncle from his captors. I read that really well. Not a single mistake. Yeah, not a single mistake not a single at mistake. all. Definitely did that in one take. Definitely did that in one take. Easy. Dick. Just sell me. <laughs> what a dickhead. Sell me out. <laughs> you kind of sold yourself out there. I know. I did. I did. So let's talk. Let's, let's talk about. Let's talk about the spirit world. Let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about this episode. Let's talk about what we like about it. Do you know what I like about it? So much. I was gonna say it's it's a pretty okay episode for me. It's a pretty okay it's episode. Pretty episode. It's it's not like one of my favorites. It's a pretty okay episode. The, what this episode does more than anything else is it actually fully brings us back onto the plot. Like I don't mm, want to say that mm, the episodes mm. before this were 
with full-on filler episodes because as we've discussed before every even the filler episodes for the most part have add some sort of element to the world exactly they add something in whereas this one is just like there's still an element of filleriness there but like it's still mostly mostly just pure plot there we're getting to figuring out what the spirit world is Mm. what spirits are Mm. um and turns out they look like phantoms that maybe are x6s that look like pandas who knows? Who knows? It's it's it's, just, it's very inconsistent. Uh, just in, this, in the whole show, it's a baby show for babies. <laughs> we also this is this is the show that essentially sets up a massive chunk of the plot, mm-hmm. not not the actual story because we were talking about this earlier. It doesn't necessarily set up the actual plot, but it does set up one of the pillars. Yeah, which is the time constraint on Ang to learn the four. I mean, pillars. it doesn't even set that up. It kind of just leads them to. It, it le- but, but we're talking about this as. Setup, yes. we're, yeah, we're talking about this as a two-parter, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, they're meant to be watched as a whole. So what this does is, is this is setting up the part two, which is when they go to the Chris. I can't remember what it's called. Crescent shaped uh, island. Crescent shaped island. Yes, the island of uh, Roku's temple. Yes, yes, with the fire sages. Yes. And they learn all about Sozin's Comet and how the Fire Lord is probably going to use it to expand his hold across the rest of the world. Do another genocide. He's going to do another genocide and, you know, maybe he'll make some friends along the way. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like he definitely doesn't. <laughs> he definitely doesn't. In fact, one could say that he makes um, anti-friends. Enemies, enemies, you would say, actually, is the word. Even I'm enemies could be yeah. used to, to describe them. So let's, let, let's, talk, let's talk about specific things about part one. Of this, of this two-part uh, episode. You want to talk about Iroh. I know I, you want to talk about Iroh. I want to spend so much time talking about Iroh because this is Iroh's episode. Like, I know he's he's just, like, in the B-plot, essentially, but this is this is his episode. We learn a lot about Iroh in this episode, right? We, we, we learn... There's a lot of backstory that's exposed, but there's also really cool... There's, there's cool elements of his character that aren't necessarily just spoken about. You know, you, you get you get the, mm. the soldiers, the Earth King of Soldiers, that sort of discover him and arrest him. Talking about him failing to capture Barsing Se and a failed siege. Sieging on it for what, like 600, 600 days? days. That, that's a long time. It's a very long time. It's almost though. two years. Yeah, it's almost, it's, 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 yeah, it's just over two years. No, it's yeah. just under two years. How could it be just under two years? 365 days in a year. There's 600. He was there for six days. What's 365? Oh, uh, you're right, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Maths is hard. This is so hard. It's okay. Um, but yeah, Iros lay siege to, to Bossing Safe for 600 days, um, at the end of which he says, My men were tired, and I was tired. <sighs> and I'm still tired. He says, um, We decided to call it a day. I was tired. My boys were tired. And I'm still really tired. And, and, the, his, the setup for that line is for him to sort of chuck himself off the back mm. of the, I don't know what they're riding, but it's some sort of it's, tauntaun it's, it's, from Star it's Wars. An ostrich horse. An ostrich horse, yes, because that is brought up again when Zuko is alone in the Earth Kingdom. Yes. And it's, it's a line that, that he sort of says to fling himself off the back uh, and feign exhaustion so he can drop the, the sandal. It's, it's one of the things I love about Iroh because he has this this air of like, yeah, I'm just I'm just an old man. I mean no harm. I'm just I'm just falling off. What am off I because gonna I'm, do? I'm, I'm in just, chains. I'm just falling off because I'm tired. No. My shackles are too loose and they're hurting my wrist. Oh, oh shame. Old turns man. out I'm about to beat your ass. Old man, your, your shackles are too loose. Come, let us make you put you more in pain. Uh, you yeah, old man. You're burnt. You're burnt. You're yeah. burnt. We'll get to that in a second. But I also like that line of, um, I'm still tired. 
and maybe it's me reading too much too into it, but I like the idea that Iroh is still trying to desperately deal with the shit he did in Basing Say, right? I mean, he most definitely is. Which is brought up later on in, in the best episode of the show. It's a good episode. It's a great episode. Okay, we'll, 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 fight, episode. we'll fight about that when we we'll get there. We'll, we'll fight, fight about, about it when that. we get there. Can you just agree with me on one thing? <laughs> no, stop the podcast. Stop the podcast. Could you agree with me on one thing? Why do you always do this? I say something and you say, um, no, actually it's not. I, I'm just bringing the a podcast bro- to stop. I'm bringing a broader horizon to this. I'm bringing a broader horizon you can't bro- to this. I mean, horizons are flat. I suppose they can be broad as well because those things. Uh, I mean, they're they're flat, but they're like a plane. They're like the a plane, plane goes on for infinity. Are you flat earther? No, I'm not. Stop a flat the earther. podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> I I am very much not a flat earther. Okay. okay. The 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 curve is is real. The curve is real. But you know what we need to do? We need to flatten that curve as well. COVID nineteen still out here first. Bruh. The pandemic is. <laughs> This is a PSA from... A PSA, a PSA. God, we speak so much shit in this episode. We've been going for nine minutes and we said Iroh... He said Iroh burns his shackles once and that's all we've discussed about it so far. There's a lot else to discuss about, about Iroh. The, the other thing I want to talk about Iroh is that cool scene when um, Aang is flying on Roku's mm. dragon and Iroh straight up sees them. He, and it's it's never addressed. It's never addressed. It's just like, oh, okay. It's, it's just a, such a, like a throwaway scene right it actually does get addressed uh general well admiral Zhao addresses yes. it later because he's like i i know of your your dealings with this with the spirit world yeah and how true. you how you ventured there before and he's like yeah no you know i'm, ch- I'm chill as hell but up, until, up <laughs> until this point it's just such a because the, the episode makes a big deal about the fact that while ang is in the spirit world he can't interact with reality with mm-hmm. The people in the real world, and up until that point, you know, he f- he tries multiple times and, and and fails, and he flies over Iroh. Obviously, doesn't notice Iroh, but I was like, struck. Oh, it's a dragon. What <laughs> it's a shit? dragon. What the shit? That it's a, dragon. a spirit dragon. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Oh, that was weird. And yeah, it just it just feeds more into the the law of of Iroh, the law the law of Iroh, like like how there's a lot more going on with him than just than just this this old man who enjoys eating his roast duck. And, and and sitting in the sauna, and when his nephew says, "I let's go," just straight up says, "Like here's the dick." <laughs> straight up, man has got no shame. Zuko rocks up, was like, "I right, we gotta go." Like the avatars out there, we need to hunt him. And Iroh's just like, "Hey, could you just like throw me a towel?" She's like, "Here's the dick." <laughs> stands just up, stands right up, and Zuko's like, "Okay, cool. okay, that's that's man, that's, that's a man dick right there." I, don't that, need to, I did not need to see that. Don't want to see that. Nope. Thank you for that, Nickelodeon. <laughs> I mean, it's, no ta- it's tastefully covered. It is tastefully. Covered. It's taste- tastefully covered. It is tastefully covered. Um, but that fi- the final scene with Ira at the end, um, when Zuko finally captured. Him. Cool moment for Zuko as well because he chooses to go after his uncle rather than yes, pursue the I, Avatar. I want, I want to say that yeah, like he he sees Katara flying flying Upper. off on Upper, and mm. he's just like priorities, priorities, priorities. I and goes it. after his uncle, yeah. and I think that's a cool moment. But I think maybe the best. Part of that moment is after he rescues Iroh. But as you said, in the fight, Iroh doesn't bend once, which Iroh is so cool. Once. So cool. <laughs> but he still beats them he down. He still beats the like, shit out like, of them. As, he, as they say, like, you are quite clearly outnumbered. And Iroh's like, yeah, but you're clearly, clearly outmatched. outmatched. Oh, <laughs> so true. <Get laughs> so true. <laughs> Get it. But like, that, that's, that, that, that scene of um, Zuko having to make the decision... He doesn't like straight up. Yeah, you would expect Zuko to be like, "You made me miss out on a chance to track the Avatar," but Zuko's just like, "Hey, I'm glad I got you. Please put on pants." <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know. Maybe it maybe would have been more consistent if Zuko was sort of annoyed at his uncle for disappearing. But it would be. But it, it it's also beginning to to show like the the 
the but there's a bond between them. There, right? There's a bond between them, also like like the depth of Zuko as well. That there are things that are more important to him. Exactly, mm, there are mm. things that are more important to it. And, and another sweet note about it as well is uh, the 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 sandal that Arrow drops as he falls off the ostrich horse. It's the same sandal that Zuko then uses to find him. Yes, at the end of the, at the end of season three. Which it's is kind of <laughs> weird that he doesn't give him back his sandal right yeah. there at that moment <laughs> in time. Do they just walk back to the ship like with <laughs> one I mean, they, shoe on? They were on a rhino. They tri- were on a rhino, tri- I suppose. Tri- yeah. Tricera rhino. That's true. <laughs> we're talking a lot about like that scene in particular, but those, again, this is a baby show for babies. After Ira burns the one guy's hand with a chain, they're just like, cool, straight up crush his hands. <laughs> These dangerous hands must be crushed. <laughs> and they're, they're like hovering a boulder over his like exposed... Can you imagine how painful that would be? War times, war crimes. Jeez, war times, war crimes. <laughs> That's, yeah, what... They were straight up going to just mutilate this man's hands. I mean, he is a very powerful general, and while I'm not agreeing with their, with their means or their method or anything about this, I'm still kind of just like... In I, terms of warfare, it makes sense. He's a deadly sense, prisoner. Yeah. He's already harmed, like, one of uh, multiple soldiers... In that little like troop, yeah, and and he was a general that laid siege to your capital for uh, six hundred days. days. Yeah. And during that time, I'm sure a lot of earthbending, not earth nation citizens, probably died during during that. Of course they did. Of course they did. There's probably still a lot of beef there that won't be resolved until the end of. Season I, three. I I I've I've often thought, and this is like my my sort of head canon that I would like to write if I ever get the opportunity one day. I've often thought about what a a truth and reconciliation committee in the world of Avatar would look like. Because you have to imagine they would kind of need something like that, right? They did have that, did they not? Is that not referenced a bit in the in the comics? Like with the whole thing with the promise? I, not as far as I know. The, the, the promise is more about them trying to break up the um, colonies. And mm. uh, because of the colonies have been existing for 100 years, a lot of people have become very happy living there right mm. and to split up those 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 families and those people who have become sort of multicultural because it's been so, so the norm for so long that's the main conflict but i don't think there's yes exactly i don't think it's ever like a truth or reconciliation thing of, of like firebender soldiers going to be like we did this this and this and looking for forgiveness or justice or whatever i think that would be interesting i i'm quite sure there must have been something to that extent because i think after everything that happens in the show with with ang with zuko mm. There's definitely some amount, like like even Zuko's speech, right? Yo, we're getting we're getting, way, no, we're getting into way the weeds. Slow, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> slow down, slow down, but slow yeah, down. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll, we'll, get, there. we'll get there. But but yeah, I'm quite sure there is a whole thing of like truth and reconciliation. And yeah, like yeah just... I'm sure there is. Let's talk. So we've spoken <laughs> exclusively about uh, Iroh. Let's talk a bit Love about. Uh, let's talk a bit about Ang. Ang. First, I want to call, I want to call, to call out the colors of this episode. I think the, this episode mm. uses color very very well. Definitely, because a lot of it is taking place. You know, the, the core problem of this village is that, um, what's his name? Heibai. Heibai. Heibai is rocking up at night. So there's a lot of, like, deep at, oranges and at blues. Dusk. At dusk, yes. yes. For the last few days at sunset, a spirit monster comes and attacks our village. He is Heibai, the black and white spirit. The, the episode is going back and forth between, like, a really hazy orange and this, like, deep blue Color, color scheme across everything and it just looks gorgeous it's like these two beautiful complementary colors that is constantly switching back mm. and forth which actually fits into it quite nicely in the in terms of the, re- the reveal that that ang is in the spirit in world. the spirit world right yeah, exactly. Be- because we're like used to these blue colors being associated with night and then 
when he then comes back in the morning and this mm. while the sun sun's rising and you see that he's still blue dabba dee dabba die while everyone else is like <laughs> <laughs> while everyone else goes back to co- being in color um and just seeing that he is now in this perfect world that he is now finally getting this opportunity to very conveniently the day before mm. everything needs day to happen <laughs> yeah but like that's probably avatar roku being like Oh shit! <laughs> Avatar Rookie like looked at the eyes of like months, and then Kyoshi was like, "Hey Rookie, check the check your time, check your time." Yeah, and no, I got much. Oh shit! Smart. <laughs> oh damn, that comment's gonna be here, like sh- now. Oh god, we gotta, no, we need to hurry. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Uh, hey bye, you mind just being? Uh... I just wanna rock up there. <laughs> hey bye, rock up there and uh, wreck some village. Can I kill some people? Maybe you can kidnap them. We don't want to yeah. kill them. This is a kids show. <laughs> can kidnap them we'll give them back later we're only allowed to say the word kill like three times in season three and no nothing else just about yeah, yeah actually yeah it's just about uh, spe- I, I yeah speaking of hey bye i really love his um his her there there let's go there let's go there I, I really love their um their phantom like spirit design like when they're not in, in i said it look, form. I, I said <laughs> I think I said it looks very much like a Ben 10 alien. It does. It does look very much like a Ben 10 alien. I'm and here it for works, it. I think it's yeah. cool. I think it's cool. Like I'm the here the, for it. the two smaller arms like grabbing mm. grabbing people and then the two larger arms just out there mm. like smashing everything. It's very cool. And like the whole like tele- teleport like not teleport but like rush ability that it ha- that it has and just like blasting blue waves. I of think it's just like energy. Something. It's some some sort of like it doesn't light. Doesn't seem to be. It's deadly. probably no. It's probably some sort of radiation. Cool. It's probably That's it's <laughs> probably some kind of radiation that it's and Ang sort of stands in it and thirty years down the line, they're wondering how should we get three kids out of this guy? <laughs> <laughs> this is just the head cannon that it is radiation. Might not be radiation. But it's probably it's spirit it's spirit radiation. It's and also like I feel Ang like is probably still virile. Is what I'm saying. He's probably still got a lot of swimmers. <laughs> I mean, he clearly does. They have three kids. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I think that... I think it's just like spirit radiation and honestly, him being the avatar is probably immune to spirit he radiation. He probably just like absorbs it. Because know. he's like, yeah, it doesn't phase yeah, me. I'm, I'm part spirit as well. Part spirit as well. Rather I do, in here. I, we, we've spoken a lot about how well the show utilizes its themes and like re-utilizes mm. its themes and whatnot. It's very clever setting up the spirit world and um, you know, talking a bit more in depth about... Uh, Ang's past lives and reincarnations with the burning of the forest, right? Because mm. one of the big themes of the forest, you know, Ang is saying, I failed, I don't know how to be the avatar. And Katara comes up to him and says, Hey, look, these acorns, There's, the forest is going to regrow itself, it's rebirthing itself, which is very it's almost symbolic of the avatar itself, the avatar right? Cycle, yeah. yeah, which I think is a really cool way to link the um, core conflict to the expansion of the world with the spirit mm. realm, right? And I, th- I think it does play a, play a strong way in. Into how he then comes to finding the way to resolve the whole thing with that with her by way is just like look at this acorn, it'll all regrow. You it'll dumb shit! Look, this is yours. <laughs> how do you think it got there? This is your yours forest spirit. Yeah, I'm forest spirit. Where do you think this came from? Are you uh, mad? This is like, do you not know how your forest works? You dumb shit. Uh, I, I, how did I, it not know that acorns were gonna just drop? I mean, if you see like a lot of fire all of a sudden, it's probably just like, what, yeah. if, the, what if the acorns also got burnt? It doesn't. It, it's not just a massive forest fires. I suppose you're caused right. Caused by the Fire Nation that came from a whole different continent. Like it's caused by the Fire Nation. A soccer ups, rocks up and is like, what burnt all these? And he sees one footprint. Fire Nation. Fire no Nation. shit, dumbass. What do you think did it? The fire was started by the Fire Nation? And really, because for the longest time I thought it was the Water Tribe. You know, they're so <laughs> devastating with their forest fires. With, with their forest fires, yeah. 
I mean, they do, they can do that whole thing where they just pull water straight out of a tree. That's true, which is very scary. That is terrifying. That's coming, uh, that, that's again much later down the line. Um, so, oh, yes, what, 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 what else do we want to talk about in this episode? I feel like it's very much a, a premise episode. It it is a, it is it's setting up the premise um of the spirit world setting up the premise of the quest that they're about to go mm, on mm. Um, or at least fleshing that quest out mm. right? yeah but similar to the similar to the um the pilot uh, the boy in the iceberg it feels very much like it's I need to lean in closer to the mic. you do need to lean in closer it it very much just sets up everything that needs to happen in the next episode as well um you got to take them as a one two. One two um winter stock winter solstice punch. Mm. It's it is it does feel at times to be fairly um sparse. Sparse. I was gonna say that's really I don't wanna say we're stagnant because that feels a bit harsh. Mm. But there there are a lot of times where its characters more just reveling reveling not reveling coming to expositing expositing. I don't know where I was getting the reveling. <laughs> reveling. From. A character character sort of expositing, right? Which mm. is, uh, you know, that's that was the first episode. Is all we experienced. That was the first episode. So, um, I feel like there's not all that much uh, else to talk about. I think Iroh was the coolest part of it. Like everything easily. about him, he, it, it just draws you in so much. Another thing I want to note on that episode as well is the the rock slide that happens. Oh God, <laughs> where you just like ah, <laughs> ten points. To this firebender right here. Ah, oh, rock slide uphill. It looks like there was a rock slide. <laughs> it looks like there's been a landslide, sir. Land doesn't slide uphill. Those rocks didn't move naturally. Rocks don't slide uphill. <laughs> like, what? Of course they don't, you idiots. Gravity is nice. Gravity is definitely listen, something that exists. Listen, you don't have to pass an exam to get into the military. I'm just saying. Surely you do have to pass some kind of exam. I'm sure, maybe there's probably some kind of exam, but it's, I, I doubt that they're asking them about, like... Gravity and... But also, you shouldn't need... Move. Exactly. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. need to ask, uh, answer the question in the exam. Be like, if rocks fall, what, dire- what direction do they fall in? They, they fall up, obviously. I think they fall upwards. <laughs> I mean, they can fall up into the spring where the where the general was was lying before. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Of course, that makes sense. Thank God Zuko's there because man, they would get nowhere. But I don't think there's anything particularly else I wanted to discuss in this episode because I think the next episode is far more important, far denser, far more yes impactful. Definitely, this is where everything surrounding the rest of the the rest of the show the rest get, of the show gets, gets sort of up, established. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. This is this is where. They get put onto their course proper because at the moment, you, you, and, and they address it briefly when Aang's like, "I don't know how to be the Avatar." Katara's like, "Well, we're gonna water, we're gonna North Pole to get you a teacher," and he's like, "Yeah, water bending teacher. I don't know how to be the Avatar because that's been the plot up until this point. Yeah. It's just getting Aang a water bending teacher, and then whereas having his overarching quest of becoming Avatar Aang hasn't been really addressed all that much. Yeah, he's like, "I don't know how to do this. I don't know where to go. I don't." Apparently, Roku's supposed to help me, but literally all I know man's, is his name. Man's gone. Yeah. I don't know where he is. He's dead. He's, he's long dead. Yeah. I don't know what what's up, but whatever. But yeah, I think I think that's about it for me. I don't know if there's anything else you want to bring up. Nothing else from my side. I think, yeah, as as we said, this is a sparse episode. It's it's a lot more set up, but the payoff comes comes soon. The comes, payoff, come, comes pay, payoff comes very, very quickly in the next episode. Next episode, of course, being part two part of two. the Winter Solstice. So uh, we will get to you, we'll get back to you on that next week. But for the time being, thank you very much for listening to A Few Good Hotmen. 
we don't pay to advertise the show, so if you could um, just do us a solid and, you know, maybe you know, t- tell a friend, you know, yeah, if I can, I don't, I don't want to be a teacher, I don't give you homework, but if you could just like go and out there and, you know, find a friend who maybe enjoys the show, maybe a friend who doesn't enjoy mm-hmm. the show and you want to introduce it to them, maybe have them appreciate it a bit more, you know, sli- sli- slide a DM to them with the link if you could yeah. do us you know. give us a like a share follow retweet whatever we appreciate yeah. all kinds of um, of support thank you very much and, and leave your finally, comments in, in twitter as well yes, yes yes and finally we are on like multiple distribution networks so many we are on about like six different ones at this point which is really really nice so yeah thank you very much for listening folks we'll be back next week and how do I usually sign off cheerio good Hartman cheerio good Hartman I'll get the right one then <laughs>